On this episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be returning to the forest moon of Endor to discuss Ewoks, the battle for Endor from 1985. Joining us for discussion will be Matt Quiet of the Nerds Domain. Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, a bi-weekly movie podcast that features hosts Brandon and Cullen discussing a film from cinema's past, considered but not limited to being a cult classic. As a disclaimer, each episode will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. Episodes available on cultcinemacavalcade.com and iTunes. Like the show on Facebook and follow on Twitter at CC Cavalcade. For questions, suggestions, and all inquiries, contact us via mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. This is Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is episode 36. This is Brandon. And as always with me is your co-hoster and Quaker oatmeal enthusiast, Cullen. I had a big bowl before I came over. My belly's warm and I'm ready to talk about furry creatures. Today we are here to discuss the 1985 TV movie Ewoks, The Battle for Endor. Cullen, quickly take us through this little plot. The army of marauders led by King Tarek and the witch Charl... Sharal. Sharal attack the Ewok village. The parents and the brother of Sindel all die in this attack. Sindel and the Ewok wicket escape, and in a forest, they meet Teak, a naughty and fast animal. Teak takes them to a house in which an old man, Noah, lives. Like Sindel, he also crashed his star cruiser on Endor. Together, they fight Tarek and Sharal. Eh, we'll call her Sharal. Ewoks, The Battle for Endor, is written and directed by Jim and Ken Wheat off of a story by George Lucas and stars Warwick Davis, Aubrey Miller, Wilford Brimley, Cyan Phillips, <laughs> Carol Straken, and Paul Gleason. So last year, we delighted everyone, Cullen, with Caravan of Courage, an Ewok adventure to celebrate the release of Star Wars The Force Awakens, because we saw Force Awakens and caravan tied in perfectly <laughs> yes, it was an integral part of the canon absolutely I think that, yeah there were trees in both so <laughs> now we're back for ewoks the battle for endor but this time we're not alone we have now a little teak of our own <laughs> yes from the nerds domain it's matt quiet hi guys hello thank you for Hosting us, we are on location with yes, our guest. In, uh, yes, we're in the nerds' domain. We're in the nerds' domain. This is uh, this is actually Studio Indoor. Studio oh yeah. <laughs> you just need like a little teak outfit that'll complete it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> so Matt, do you want to tell us about the nerds' domain? And- uh, yeah, we are a group of podcasts that do nerdy things. Really, our focus right now is our Call of Cthulhu live play called The Nerds Domain Presents Masks of Nyarlathotep. If you just look up Nerds Domain on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play, it comes up pretty quick and easy. Or you can just type in Nyarlathotep. Thotep. Thotep. Close enough. You were really close. Um, that <laughs> I one, think I did better than most people. 
That's we that's our, our big one. We also do a Star Trek one, which I'm, I'm mentioning because there's a tie-in here. And we'll, I want to talk right. about that. Uh, but that's called There Are Four Lights. Which needs to come back. It really does. Colin has been on that to discuss yes. something of Armageddon. A taste of Armageddon. Oh, a taste. Yeah. Just, just, the little, just the little... He wasn't there for the whole Armageddon. He just got a... <laughs> It's right. Colin, I'm going to need you to step into this booth. It's uh, just the it's a tip of booth. Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. Everyone like, oh, no. Half the planet got blown up in a simulated attack. Everyone just murder yourself, okay? All right. That's Taco Tuesday tomorrow, so bring your sombreros. That's the show. That's the episode. Yeah, really. It's so bad. So, yeah, that's what we do. We've been doing it for a couple of years. I uh, have a lot of fun. Nerds Domain, where you can hear all the latest scores and, and stats with sports. It's exactly not. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We brought you in here for Ewoks, the Battle of Endor. In 1984, they came out with Caravan of Courage. That was a hit. And they were Thanksgiving movies. They came around like the Sunday after Thanksgiving, both Mm -hmm. of them. And so we're kind of timely with both hitting a new Star Wars movie and the anniversaries of these. Because this one's just turned 31 years old. Wow. I actually had the poster for this movie in my bedroom. Which one did you have? Because It was was this one. I distinctly remember it was this one. In my research, there's two posters or two maybe VHS boxes Mm -hmm. for Battle for Endor. And one's got Wilford Brimley on it. Mm -hmm. And the other, it mainly has Tarek is like really big on it. Mm -hmm. But prominently featured as like the hero in front of it is Paul Gleason. What? On this poster. And as we know, we'll talk about he bites it in the first act of the film. <laughs> in the first part of the so first like, act. He's like, yeah, that's yeah. the hero, right? Within the yeah. first five minutes so, of the movie. So maybe they were trying to like Hitchcock it and be like, oh, whoa, Paul Gleason. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other one, which yeah, is I, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, I had the one with, radio. with Wilford Brimley. Go to Google, listeners. Type in. No. You uh, can probably post you can find, we'll be You can right. find pictures. But the, the posters for these are great. Like Caravan yeah. of Courage is awesome. It looks kind of Temple of Doomy, the, the yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember Definitely the Drew Struzan inspired art. I remember very little about that poster uh, except for uh, Sindel's Golden Curls. I'm not sure I saw the movie when I had the poster, so I thought that was a boy. I honestly thought that was a little boy on the poster. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. This movie came about like I think Lucas was trying to do maybe a movie. Every year or something, but the the people when he went to this one, he met with the Wheat Brothers. A combination of meeting with the Wheat Brothers and then him and his daughter watched Heidi. Yeah, and he wanted to by having this wonderful you know viewing of Heidi with his daughter. He thought, hey, let's take Sindel and murder her family immediately <laughs> and pair her with an old man. That's that's what that's I Star would Wars, yeah. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and yeah. so these Wheat Brothers also came in and they said, well. You know, here's how we would make the last movie better. And they didn't really, I don't think they came in and were like, oh, we hated it because you don't sell your thing. I'm like, screw your project, George. Yeah. But he's like, you know what would make it better? And you can tell, while this does get a bit like Caravan of Courage, it takes a while to get there. It's a very it, different movie. It drags like Caravan of Courage. It's not that, uh, no. it's not that bad. <laughs> no. It, it drags, I mean, a, it does it, drag a little bit, but remember this it, is 85. Yeah, it takes yeah. its time to drag. It, it doesn't, I mean. <laughs> well, the, remember this to, is 85. Remember the first three Star Wars came out. Those things didn't drag. Well, no. The, it's a very different movie, of course. But here's this the, is a TV movie. This movie. This movie starts out, and then it's not until Wilford Brimley comes in that it starts to drag. I can, up yeah. until then, you're, I mean. Stuff yeah. kind of I happens. Mean, let's, let's start this up. Like. Because we're going to discuss it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before we get into the movie, yeah. the first thing we need to talk about is the the music. Okay. The Star Trek ripoff music. Right. Every time I heard it play, I'm like, 
What is what is this? The same like, composer as the previous film. I, but like, but it's different. I, I can't honestly say that I remember Caravan of Courage. Okay. I know I watched these movies over and over and over again as a mm-hmm. child, mm-hmm. which I feel a little justified here. This is okay. much better than I expected. Okay, I'll say that this is as good as I expected it to be. Well, I, you have to remember the other movies I remember from my childhood are like Howard the Duck. And I love that movie still, mm-hmm. and I know it's bad. I would this, probably rather watch Howard the Duck I than agree. Ewok movies. I agree. Yeah, well, there are many reasons for that. Yeah. <laughs> this movie was missing Leah Thompson. Yeah, should have Leah was. Thompson instead of Wilford Bradley. I mean, it's missing it. I mean, it, it hints, but oh, we don't Doesn't know. Get there. Noah Doesn't get there. Noah maybe had a couple crazy nights, but we don't know. Yeah, both, um, but both involved George Lucas. So. But that, that, what was I saying? The music, the music was just so, hey, we're going to be Star Trek. Nope, we're going to be something else. And it would be every time they played it all throughout the movie. I'm like, this, this is the least Star Wars movie music that I've yeah. ever heard, yeah. ever. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the entirety of anything. So, I, I was very off-put by that. I'll say that right, right. now, because it, it really did draw me out of the classic movie we watched. Which is less Star Wars-esque? The music in this, or Jefferson Starship? I, um, or a B. Arthur solo? <laughs> These are hard questions, guys. <laughs> this was very Star Trek, though. Yeah. Like, that music was just not right. It was hmm. not right at all. I didn't notice. I, I have to say, I noticed it was different than the first, mm-hmm. the Caravan of Courage, but I didn't pick up on the Star Trek vibe. But I, I don't deny that. That's... I noticed it wasn't very good. No, I, it's, it's not memorable. I, I, I know. I noticed it didn't match the movie. Yeah, it, it didn't have the same feel no. as the movie did. There were a couple of points where the overture hit right with the movie. Okay. Yeah, a couple mm-hmm. of spots, and in, it, in those spots, it really felt good. But the rest of it was just like you're right. The, yeah. There were certain points where like, oh, this feels like Star Wars, yeah. and then it was just immediately yeah. like, never mind. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and it matched what they were doing, and they like everything actually worked together the way it's supposed to, and then mm-hmm. it stopped. That's, that's, that's kind of how the movie is. <laughs> it starts like, okay, maybe we'll get some. No, we're okay. We're done with that. Great. Let's just let's just keep watching. Great. <laughs> right. Well, now they're making soup. Cool. Porridge. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then it was called soup. <laughs> Just as interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I was right. We start with Sindel and Wicket galloping through the woods like, hey, we're back, but things don't go right. Like, they meet Sindel's father who says, you know, I'm, he's now played by, Yeah, so that's a different guy, right? By Paul Gleason, who was Paul Gleason. Maybe Breakfast a, Club was coming yeah. out mm-hmm. right then. Yeah, and yeah. he had some other movies, too. Maybe not like a name, but a recognizable face, yeah, definitely, definitely, by recon- this point. Yeah, so it's like, oh, okay. He has a leading role in Breakfast Club. Like, he's really important, and that's mm-hmm. the same year. Yeah. This is 85. They came out the same year. Yeah, well, I mean, mm-hmm. he was filming them I, like, you know, at the so, same time. That's then. really weird. Like, <laughs> this is like the... That's good for TV selling, selling it well, on TV. It, yeah, it, I guess it, that's oh. a good point. And it's funny because he's got kind of a, kind of a grumpy attitude. Well, like, you know. But not in this. He's delightful in this and happy. Well, yeah. as delightful as he can be. <laughs> I mean, he's... Right. Like, he, 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 I don't see him sucking a lollipop. He doesn't seem like a real gleeful kind of person. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Okay, fair. Well, he's working yeah. on the cruiser from the last one. And he's like, yeah, we're going to... You know, we're going to get out of here. And Wicket, who now speaks broken English, is yeah. upset that Sindel's leaving. Sindel leave soon? I guess so. The Star Cruiser's almost fixed. We're going to have to say goodbye. Goodbye? That's what you say when your friends go away. Goodbye. Not good. I don't want to leave here, Wicket. But we can finally go home. Home? It's where we live. It's far away. I go. For one thing, my brother and I have to go to school. School? Three of us learn things. You learn here with Wicked. It's less disturbing in this one. In the in the previous Ewok movie, it was 
It was genuinely creepy when uh, Wicket spoke English. My skin crawled. Well, but this re- time I, I don't know. His face and, yeah. and made it like, worse. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's weird. You're like that's that's Wicket, but it's it looks Wicket's face looks like the Wicket costume was sitting in George Lucas's garage for a few years and, <laughs> and just they had was to replace not, the eyes. And- <laughs> it was, yeah, it was not well maintained. And uh, I know uh, apparently an issue that George Lucas had was Ewoks didn't blink. I never cared. Nobody cared. I, I, I never thought of it until the Blu-rays came out, honestly. But when you watch it, uh, watch Wicket in this, you think, oh, God, this is unsettling. With the, the English, this was also running concurrently with the Ewok cartoon, this one was. The last oh. one wasn't. So they were, mm-hmm. and they were speaking English in that. Yeah. I forgot that there was an Ewok cartoon. Two seasons. Yeah. I remember, I remember the Ewok cartoon being fine. Like, I don't remember it being awful. I me- it's better than droids from what I remember. I, but- I just, I remember them, but I don't remember how they're like, and I fear going back, yeah. devoting yeah. time to them. You don't want to watch a lot of cartoons from the eighties. No, they're really not good. It can't. It can't be worse than this because at least those are shorter. <laughs> <laughs> but the season is longer. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, yeah. If you want to dabble, I guess dabble in that. But I don't see a lot of people binge watching the Ewok cartoon. Wow, look it's at expensive all, to look get. at all those listeners you just uh, you just threw aside. <laughs> Surprise me, folks! Let me know. Would you binge watch it? Yubnub.com is no longer putting a link to us <laughs> on their uh, site. But she's, you know, they have this. Oh, I'm, you know, I'll come back and visit you. And but then Wicked senses danger. And smells it. He smells it. And we go from oh. frolicking in the woods to Ewok massacre. <laughs> Instant like in, instantly, and this is this is more Star Wars. You see lasers blasting, you know, a battle going yes, on. This and, almost feels like Star Wars. And they're fighting these guys called the Marauders, and they're just for some reason just space orcs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shooting up Ewoks. Not just space orcs, but they are voiced. I swear to God, they are voiced by the same orc, orc actors as World of Warcraft. Oh yeah, <laughs> no joke. Because I'm like Lokdar. Like, like every time they talk, I'm like. Is this gotta be? This has gotta be the same people. It's funny because the last film was very much Lord of the Rings, so like it was, or the yes. Hobbit. It was very yeah. much the Hobbit. It was. Yeah. There certainly was a lot of walking. <laughs> yeah. Well, this God. time they they kind of run. Sort <laughs> of. Yeah. Someone yeah, does. Destroyed. I mean, you thought? I mean, Return of the Jedi. No star. Has any Star Wars movie to this point been this violent? I mean, massacre. We saw like two Ewoks bite it in Return of the Jedi. I mean, people I, died. I literally but... just watched Return of the Jedi in yeah. preparation for this. And it, it is actually pretty violent, but you see a lot of Com- just comedic. people falling over and right. not uh, like they're very careful with their. They're, they're vicious with, in this. Mm-hmm. They are. They. I mean, with non-humans, they're vicious in this. Yes. The yeah. father, you don't see him die. But, you and, see and his neither hand. Mace and the mother as well. They yeah. run into Mace. Like she runs into Mace out here, and he's fending off while the mother's dead, which they didn't want to bring back the actress, so they don't show her face, unlike Paul Gleason, which they were fine with recasting. So the mother, yeah. all that, all that money face. went into him. She's already dead. <laughs> She's already dead, and then Mace takes her into a hut. Yeah. Someone drops, like, a grenade bomb in there and blows them up, but we only see the background of it blowing yeah. up, and I mean, Sindel we, has a ri- Like wrist, a Fitbit? A, yeah, a Fitbit <laughs> that tells her when people are alive or not, which was they this, had in the last movie. Well, they, they did I or did think, not? I think they <laughs> did have it, I think. I don't remember. <laughs> It couldn't have been that big of a deal because yeah. we would have remembered it. Well, I think it. that's how they were like trying to locate their parents and fi- know they were alive. Is yeah. They found one of the or something. I, I, I think you're right. I think it's that's, not that's worth how going they going back and checking. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not no, worth it's checking. Uh, I could look it up on Google real easily right now. I choose not to. As we ignorantly proceed through the movie, uh, <laughs> Mace gets killed and 
back at the transport, a woman named Sheral. She do we know her name is Sheral by this point? I don't know that she ever gets called Sheral except by King. I, I, I maybe at the it's tail gotta, it's end of the movie somewhere. When I saw her, I was like, "Oh, Rita Repulsa's in this movie. Oh, that's right. nice." Yeah, her and some the of the Marauders are rummaging through the cruiser, and Lord Tarek he shows up, and we also don't know the name of until. King. Like 20 minutes to the end of the yeah. movie. King. King Tarek? Yeah. Okay. Didn't I refer to... I thought... I, cause, he was not uh, de- okay. uh, ordained by the holy light of All God right. just to be called Lord. Okay. <laughs> yeah. King Tarek, who's played by... He's played by uh, the guy who played Lurch in the Adams Family movies in the 90s. Yeah, I can oh, see really? that. Well, yeah, yeah, he's got that height. Okay. Yeah. See, when I, when I looked at Marauders and him, especially him... Space Orcs. Space Orcs. That reminded me of the, uh, the oil zombie from... Return of the Living Dead. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he kind of reminded me of that. And he, he, there are sometimes where he kind of, kind of moves like it. It doesn't completely move like that. It just reminds me of it. Without all the oil on him. Without all the interesting special effects, yes. There you go. But he wants the power. And that's kids' movie stuff right there. Because Did, did they just watch the Transformers movie when they, after, you know, and then they wrote this? Because they've got the touch. I think the pa- they've got this, the power. They predated the Transformers movie. Yeah. Also yeah. a better cast. Orson Welles. Yes. yes. <laughs> and his last Orson Welles, Leonard Nimoy, Judd Nelson. Peter Walker. Peter Walker. Um, yeah. Peter Walker. Peter Walker. Peter Walker. Robert Stack. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they pull something from the ship and they're calling it the power. And Sindel's dad, he like, you know, makes a break for it. He gets shot at. And then he notices that Sindel's watching this whole thing. And apparently, this is why they get Paul Gleason, because he's got to give this big speech to her. Yeah, yeah. About, like, everybody dies. Keep going. No, Daddy, I want to stay with you. No, sweetheart, you can't do that. You have to go on without me. You have to be like that little bird. Fly away. I won't. Now, listen, you will. You do as I say. When I say go, you run. I believe that he would probably be better giving this speech than the father from the first one. Right. Any the, recasting the, from the first one's a plus. I mean, they, they already knew Mace was a problem. They just did away with him. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't remember the first one. Did, did, he was did the you, lead but, in that but, last movie. Yeah. But did he not look like Luke Skywalker Jr.? Yeah, like, that's what okay. he's supposed to evoke. Okay. And his costume in the first one, it looks like somebody homemade a X-Wing pilot outfit. Yeah, because yeah. I think he was he was wearing something similar in this one, too. Because I was like, right. is he an X-Wing What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, like we said in the other one, he looks like Jason Lively. He looks a lot like Jason Lively. And, you know, he showed up, and they're like, oh, you hit puberty. You're out. You're gone. He's going to bust through that yeah. knockoff X-Wing fighter suit, which, why do we have to make a knockoff? We're Star Wars. Let's make yeah. a nice one. Terrell turns into a crow and flies away, so we have a, a in our sorceress. Midst, or sorceress in sorceress. our midst. When Sindel talks to her father, she's like, Zero conviction that her mother and brother just died. Are you all right, sweetheart? Mm-hmm. Mommy, Mace, they're dead. I know, honey, I know. Like, whoa! She has zero sadness in this movie from yeah. her whole family dying. I know, it, like, it's through the whole movie, because flat. eventually she's like, yeah, that's jumping ahead, but eventually she's just like, yeah, my parents are dead. Yeah, at some yeah, point when her like, and Wicket yeah. stop, she's got to let it all come hit her. Like, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was yesterday, guys. Like, <laughs> come on. She's cold, man. She's just, I know she's a sociopath. There's, I mean, she should be freaking out that her yeah. family is dead. Anyone else, like Luke, 
showed more remorse when Uncle Owen and, and Brood died. He didn't care for them that much. Yeah. <laughs> and he was sadder than she was. And when was. Ben Kenobi died, you always remember him sitting there as he's whining to Princess Leia, whose whole planet and family was blown up, <laughs> that he lost Ben Kenobi. <laughs> You come uh, to think of it, Princess Leia's not really broken up by that no, she's, for very long. Well, well, we don't see her in her cell by herself yeah, yeah, crying exactly. about it. After a while, she's just tired and angry. And sultry. And sultry. Sling <laughs> there like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> so, so the crow sorceress perches above them and signals all the marauders, and the dad makes one last stand in the shootout and dies, and the crow follows Sindel and then reforms, grabs her, and she gets thrown in these cages with the Ewoks, which, of course, she had to be in the same one as Wicket, right? Of course. Yeah. I mean, totally makes sense. And then Tarek says, like, You are a pretty prize. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> she may not have been put in that cage if she had actually run instead of quickly walked. Right, yeah. <laughs> Just for the record. <laughs> like, how do you not get a kid to run? <laughs> like we saw her frolicking in the beginning to speed that up a little yeah thing. like how how bad is the director that they can't get a child to run i don't know well these, these directors she just pulled out a revolver and shot it in the air <laughs> run you little miscreant uh, these directors they're actually they're writers by the way <laughs> really they, yeah they're more they're, i think you're they, answering they did, the question aren't you well no they they did uh they pitch black is one of their they wrote that really? and they wrote they ghost wrote Nightmare on Elm Street four because there was a writer's strike during that time so they changed their names and they actually wrote wow. that but they have a lot of a lot of writing credits to their name and some substantial projects in there as well yeah wow so, sequels to bad horror movies yeah the birds two the birds two yeah the fly two mm-hmm. but, I mean they got I mean that's known known properties that, that's true no that, I mean that's fair like I'm really surprised by their. Wow, just keep getting work. But they only directed three films, and this is this is one of them. In the carriage, Wicket tells uh, Sindel that it's okay that her family is dead because he and the Ewoks are a family now. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound frightening at Thanks, all. Wicket, we are family now, Sindel. So th- then the, the Ewoks they break the floorboards, <laughs> they escape, and then one of the Marauders notices Wicket and Sindel and gives chase, and they start climbing a mountain to get away. And find a cave. <laughs> there's the mountain. Like, oh, that, look, there's the mountain. There's the mountain. How convenient. How delightful. And they, the blasters the, the marauders are using, just they fire it up and they create an avalanche, which knocks them off and closes in the cavern to lock Sindel and Wicket in, in there. And there's no way to escape because they're really high up as they, they see an opening, but it's really high up. And so Wicket does what every one of us would do is find some bones and dead skin <laughs> so in a you, kid's movie to make a hang glider. So did you notice that every time they looked down, it was the same matte painting? Yeah. It was the exact, both sides of the mountain, exact same matte yeah. painting. <laughs> it's like, come, you can't commission a second matte painting, guys. They're expensive. Like, come on. <laughs> they only have like a week to shoot this. Like, just, whatever, let's go, if go, you're, go. If you're, if you're not going to get a claim matte painter, James Cameron, then it's not worth buying <laughs> Yeah, I love that he puts the, the glider together. Shouldn't he be concerned? Like, hey, wait a minute. There's giant bones in here and skin. Yeah. Something bigger probably ate it. Well, you know, George was probably like, oh, I still got that glider from the last movie in my house. Can we <laughs> use that? We kind of overspent on it. So can we get that in there for something? Well, I'm glad they reused uh, the glider instead of Wicked's face. And, and they, he had a huge enough skin because none of it was stitched together to cover yeah. that whole glider. Right. Where did he find that? And how did it get in there? Yeah. I mean, he put that together fast. Like I, For some reason, though, here's... 
maybe I'm just too attuned to these Ewok movies. When he picked up the bone and he picked up the skin, I was like, he's going to make a glider. Because <laughs> I remember the last movie and I'm like, this is so cheap that they're yeah. going to reuse stuff. And luckily they didn't reuse any of the... I'm like, they're going to day for night the scenes that we saw in the last movie. <laughs> they're going to like do a filter or something over them, but they didn't. They did. It was new footage, but I think the prop was probably the same. Yeah, I know how it got in there because something probably flew in there. Yes, because they find this pterodactyl thing. Uh, that is which, a cryat dragon, sir. Cryat dragon. Oh, all right. Wow, <laughs> I'm a giant nerd. No, that's you fine. Wanna... <laughs> no, I'm, <clears throat> I'm glad that you know this. Just uh, spoilers. Matt will be drinking the Kool Aid on this. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe that's not what it's called anymore because. This has probably been wiped out. This has definitely been wiped out of the continuity. Yeah. So it's just a pterodactyl. No, we don't know what the hell. Yeah, it is. yeah. Well, no, no idea. Yeah, that's yeah. a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> now, now this is just really expensive fan fiction. Ugh. Well, moderately expensive fan fiction. There you go. That's so a little better. it ends up grabbing Sindel and flying away. Wicked gives chase on the glider. He decides to get above it and drop rocks on it. <laughs> like you're above it, dude. You're just gonna drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah Sindel too. He drops her, and then Wicket glides under, and then she <laughs> falls through, rip it. Like, it's the worst plan. No, no, no. Because Wicket. you have to understand, Wicket is a, a military genius in this, because he knows exactly where to drop the rock to make the thing drop the girl. Mm-hmm. Hits it with right. one rock. Precision. One. Yeah. yeah. One exact He's rock. a warrior. That's true. Hits it in the head. And immediately drops the girl. And somehow he's able to make the glider move faster than she's falling, even though he's above her. And he's in a glider. He's got another rock. Makes oh, is that, is that what it is? He's, he's just that much heavier? Yeah. Well, that's nice. Good. He's but- a fat little Ewok. I mean, come on. <laughs> he, Ewoks are very dense. Yeah. They don't talk about that. Most of them couldn't get out of the cage. Yeah. Which, by the way, you just pull up another board. <laughs> like many Star Wars slight crashes, they survive. Yeah. Like Harrison Ford. That was the easiest crash ever, by the way. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, gently, gently, crash, crash, crash. And I don't think that they hit like any tree branches or anything like that to slow them down. They should, they should be dust because they go quickly from the, from the air to the ground. There's no way they should buy this. No, I, I totally buy this. I mean, again, wicked military genius. There should be an Ewok-shaped hole for- in the ground. It's the forced moon. We don't know what the gravity's like. We know what the gravity's like on our moon, so we could compare. Yeah. Maybe well, it's an intermediate. Well, there is inexplicably magic in this movie, just like the last one, so maybe there was a magic pocket they hit, and then, they hit, and then they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> in the morning, there's a creature, uh, a teak, named Teak. We don't... We don't know its name, Teak. When this thing showed up, I wrote down, something stupid runs across the screen. Because <laughs> it does. It looks like something stupid. Like, oh, God, here we go. Well, he tries to thieve from Wicket's satchel, and he's super fast and gives him some hell. He looks like, you know, in the Gremlins movies, they'll always have, like, the stupid-looking mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And he's got the facial features of, like, one of the... <laughs> He's got the when, big when buck teeth, yeah. Yeah, when they're like a... a Actually, it kind of looks like they reused... Mogwai, yeah. One of the Mogwai faces. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like a like <laughs> stupid Mogwai that they always have. Sindel communicates with it, and it agrees to help them find food. They come upon a house, which is messy inside, and Wicket rummages and does some dumb stuff. And It's a house full of junk, and Sindel and Wicket decide that they can clean it up and live there, <laughs> but somebody arrives at the door, it's... Wilford Brimley! It's young Wilford Brimley. It's not, not, Which is I mean, old Wilford Brimley. Yeah, well. <laughs> young old Wilford Brimley. If I was always wondering, you know, Star Wars and Wilford Brimley, they need to come together. Finally. Here it is. 
finally to, uh, to fight diabetes <laughs> well, uh, and i love like like oh it's a house well i guess we're living here now and they just start like making food and stuff like what, what? yeah that yeah. like where did they find the food by the way you, you don't make porridge or soup out of nothing when yeah. they get, later they'll come back to make pies and they're like we got flowers here i'm like ew <laughs> yeah you've never had flower pie no <laughs> no surprisingly not no well, not I've never for made up that I wanted flower pie. <laughs> it's really weird, but Wilford Brindley comes up and he's guess what? Grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I I know it seems weird now, but this was like a bigger get for them than it was for Wilford Brimley to do this because he was mm-hmm. he had cocoon. This was like cocoon. Yes. The thing. His diabetes well, push. Like, he had a lot of high profile stuff that going on. TV right show now. at this time too, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. He Our had- house or. Something? Might, but yes. Like if you look at his films right around 84, before and after 84, yeah. like, this is a huge get. It doesn't, it seems goofy now and yeah. stupid, but. I wonder the, if he was like a f- friends with Lucas or something. I don't something know. weird where it was just like, hey, come do this thing. And he's like, okay. I want to make it like Heidi and I need Wilford Brimley. <laughs> I believe in the trailer that we played on the previous episode, it sa- does say starring Cocoon's Wilford Brimley. Right, so yeah. they make a point to say, Cocoon star Wilford Brimley will be in this Ewok movie, yeah. Children. Was, was Cocoon that big of a movie? Yeah, it yeah, was. It was, huge, it was a huge, huge movie. I mean, I've watched it several times, and the second one. One of Gutenberg's best, yes. Lloyd Dobler's movie night and Say Anything was Cocoon at the Old People's Home. That's not saying a lot. <laughs> they make Cocoon too. No, no. I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not. That, I mean, like, that and Police Academy are the only things I can remember him in. <laughs> well. Diner. Yeah, nope, yeah, yeah. Never seen it. Since two, Diner. Three Men and a Baby? Didn't like it. Okay, three men but and you a little lady. It. Yeah, that's true. I did <laughs> short circuit. Oh, you know what? Short circuit is fantastic. Brimley. He was a bigger actor back in the day. Yeah, uh, and then he had the China syndrome, which kind of like brought him back in like '79, and he started getting like. I mean, he's in the thing, and that everybody yeah. loves the thing. And that's yeah, like, everyone wildly, loves the thing now. Yeah, wildly. You know, it was a bomb back then, but it was a high profile project. And mm-hmm. Then, mm-hmm. With one of the biggest directors of the time, and he was doing stuff like that. So right here, it's like, holy crap, and on TV. So yeah. Yeah. to get big actors on TV back then was huge. Because I remember when Harrison Ford did the pilot for Young Indiana Jones. It was a TV movie, but it was like, oh my gosh, Harrison Ford's on TV. It was yeah. like huge. Because yeah. mm-hmm. actors of his caliber just didn't do that. Yeah. It, TV yeah. was looked as like this big, embarrassing downstep if you went from movies to TV. It's, and if you were on it's TV, where actors went you, to die. Yeah. yeah, if yeah. you were on TV, you had to get to movies. It was yeah. always... Whenever there's a breakout TV star, it was always a matter of when he was going to leave the show to be a movie star. Yeah. Like George yeah. Clooney on ER or like, you know, the cast of Friends. They were always... So, Brimley, he comes home. He gets mad. <laughs> and rightfully so. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> Stop cleaning my house and making me food. <laughs> well, they're, they're just making... They just started making dinner in his house. Like, what, get the hell out of here. That makes complete sense. Like, I don't feel sympathy for Sindel or Wicked at all. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of his house, yeah. so you they, jerks. Well, they do leave. They go, and, and he gets mad about Atik about them being there, and he doesn't want any friends. So, no, look at, they don't go far. They, like, stay out in his front yard. Like, no, dude, I meant get out of my sight. No, no, sight. no. They went, they went across the little bridge. He's there out of his front okay. yard. Okay. That's, that's community property there. There you go. <laughs> so it's like, I can't do anything about it now. They, they got me with their borders. Then they're all helpless, like, I'm, I'm so cold and hungry. It's, like, noon. <laughs> it's noon, and they've been sleep. They just got done sleeping in a cave. Yes. Like, it's not and that And her family was murdered the previous morning. <laughs> Yeah, her family was murdered. Everyone he knows is kidnapped. Or dead. Or dead. Or off planet. So Noah (laughs) finds all the food they made, and he's, like, happy about that. He tells Teak, Take all you want. 
But don't let me catch you giving none of them muffins to them little beggars outside. You hear me? Because he keeps calling them little beggars. Like, then, and that Wolford Brimley voice. And as he goes to get beggars. more get more porridge, like Teak zips out and gives them these biscuits or whatever he made. Muffins. He also keeps they, calling people bug lovers. Bug lovers, that's right. <laughs> we can't call people cocksuckers in a Star Wars that's, movie. What are you, a, you, what are you, a bug lover? <laughs> what is that? Was that is that an insult, sir? <laughs> bug lover. I wish like he would react like he just said the filthiest thing ever when he says oh, bug lover. Like, oh, <gasps> oh, oh 2017, we're bringing bug lovers back. <laughs> bug lover? Yes. Why? I studied them. Yeah, I love them. What's wrong with that? Wicket and Sindel make a fire... And just hang out and tell each other they're best friends. The worst fire. By the way, Wicket can make good fires. Just sets it on top of a bunch of leaves, though. Did you notice that? Yes. How, that was like, that was ready to be a forest fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was going to happen. Just a little blow. Just a little. Uh, when he comes over and he like, he pours it out or kicks it no, out. Yeah. It, 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 I'm, like, Brimley, yeah. I'm like, yes, Wilford Brimley. Good call. Because that yeah. was a forest fire. That Absolutely. was going to happen. Yeah. Well, he tells him to come build a fire in his place and has him stay the night. And that they need to go yeah, in the morning. How long are the days on Endor? Like, they just woke up and they're like, all right, well, it's time for bed. Like, you've been awake for half an hour. What well, the hell? They fled from a dragon. Is that, <laughs> it's a long day, I guess. So Sindel has a dream that night in black and white that then turns to color. No, don't, don't, don't question that. No, yeah. <laughs> and one of the marauders is coming from her and then she goes to like, Wake up Noah, and he's, I think he's Tarek. I don't think he's just. Yeah, it's really hard. All those marauders look the same. Yeah. So <laughs> Racist. Noah yep. allows Sindel and Wicket to sleep in, in his bed for that night. Which, by the but, way, you, you don't get bear fur out of your bed. Yeah. You don't do that. That's. Well, do you get brimley fur out of it? I mean, he's. Yeah, but that's his own hair, fur. <laughs> that's, I mean, a man can sleep with his own fur. <laughs> you don't sleep in bear fur. Uh, that's just not happening. Well, why not be bear? We don't know what this planet holds. Could we Ewoks? You know, in Sindel's dream, when she wakes up, Wicket's just laying there. All I could think, all I could think was, "Oh, you got a bearskin rug." <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, she was prepared. I just mean, she had she had probably a couple of weeks of food, yeah, and some yeah. warmth with yeah. Wicket and a hat. She's, she's probably just thinking, "What did I do last night? What was in those biscuits? <laughs> muffins? They were muffins, I'm sir. Sorry. Muffins. What were in those muffins? So, or the porridge soup? <laughs> so, Nothing's better than porridge and muffins." <laughs> Next morning, Wicket is making a spear. He's yeah. like, I'm going to make some weapons in your house right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to my home. Don't. <laughs> it's okay to go ahead and make a, a instrument of murder in my house that I invited you yeah. into. After you ate my food, by the way. Thanks. He tells Sindel his family needs him, but then we go to a castle. Remind me, this is the forest moon of Andor, right? Right. Correct. Where did those planes come from? There was desert in the last one. <laughs> yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean it's it's like cut to planes. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Like who built this castle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who built this? Like, it was, it's, it's, it was it's, easier to superimpose it on the Lord, desert. Lord plane Vader. There. Lord yeah. Vader. I've uh, I found a great place to build a Death Star. Okay, so there's a castle. All right. I don't Go know who on. built it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> It's abandoned because this takes place before that. So, yeah. as far as we know, the most intelligent life on the planet are Ewoks. Who built a damn castle? Yeah, I don't understand. The, the Ewoks castle. and Teak. That's your natives, and and not just Teak, but also Teak, because that's a whole race as well. They named the character after the race. I think you mentioned this earlier, but I, Teak. We'll get to this in a sec, but we'll find out that Noah. Is a person who has crash landed on there. Yeah. Right. So the, the Sindel and her family has crash landed. Yes. On the, first, the Marauders have crash landed. Yes. On the first. This guy has crash landed. Yeah. On the, mm-hmm. Like. Is there a gravity Star, well? Star Tours the ride tries to get to Endor and 
doesn't yeah. crash land, but misses. Yeah, yeah. no, no. He's, yeah. he's right. He's right. He's What's up with right. Endor? Like, what? But the, the rebellion but, like, lands fine. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, they, well, they have. Well, you they, know, they, they, they were in Imperial technology. The Imper- yeah. The well, they also had better. They also had excellent pilots on that ship. They had three excellent pilots on that ship. <laughs> how do you, how do you figure three? Uh, One of them was a navigator, sir. Chewbacca is not an excellent pilot. He's, he's an, an excellent navigator. pilot. You shut your face. Number two. Uh, okay, I got, that's all I got. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I win. Flying. You lose. Flying yeah. Imperial shuttles ain't like dust and crops, boy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Also, they had wings on that on that shuttle. They could flap them, so that's yeah. how you don't crash. So if <laughs> flap the wings. If you're not an Ewok, you probably crash landed on. It. Yeah, we, we don't know. Maybe the ancient Ewoks crash landed on. Yeah, the maybe that's how they started, or the Teeks. Maybe that's how the Teeks started. On oh, there, there was there was some kind of apocalypse that happened on Endor. In horses, some <laughs> ship with a bunch of horses. What? Yeah, what? There was one horse and these. Because there was things. horses in the previous movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Good yeah. lord! And I need to watch the previous. And then movie. There, no, you yeah. don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, like when when you see like because so, there was like an animal. I don't remember what the animal was right now. We listen to that episode and find out what the hell it was. But it was like a regular like Earth animal on the planet. It was yeah, like it's wh- weird. Yeah, it's weird to see like something that we know on our planet to be on Endor. Like, well, that doesn't belong yeah. there. Like, yeah. there's horses running around in Star Wars either. It's not like no. it's not yeah. like Luke ra- rode around on a horse on Tatooine. Yeah. There are no other horses. Yeah. Where do these come from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There are zero horses like, <laughs> in this the, universe. The Marauders have like these stop motion things they ride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also... Are those, are those from the planet? Because they don't look like they... W- Maybe they are. I mean, I don't know. I mean... I'm sure a planet people, full people... of cryo dragons. I don't really know you want to question that. <laughs> the mysteries of the forest moon yeah. of Endor. <laughs> Next time. Basically, the, this castle, the sorceress, Sharal, sits, you know, casting something over the power. They took, like, a an energy yep. cell oh, yeah, from yeah, that yeah, ship. Yeah, like power cell, yeah. And Tarek is impatient, and he's got this map thinking, like, that this is the power... And Sherelle doesn't sound so confident that it's what he wants. And now I'm thinking, okay, hold on, hold on. I just haven't a thought. So is he like saying the power is in like I'm I'm an all powerful being, or are they trying to like power their ship that they? I know on? that's what I thought too. Because at this point, I didn't know that they had crashed on the planet. I don't think any of us knew that they no. were cr- crashed on Endor. So here's this guy that's the leader of these this race of idiots, and I just hear him saying like, I wanted the power. What what the hell do you mean? You want the power? Power for for well, what? We we all want yeah. the power. <laughs> well, yeah. well, yeah, but we're not going to kidnap a village of Ewoks to get whatever power I would, is. I would like to make an argument. This is the time that people stole babies for the power, right? Oh God, <laughs> right? Gross. So Sherelle, who's this powerful sorceress, and maybe she's using force powers in a different way than before. We yeah, don't, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. Maybe, no, maybe she's just magic. Or Sith powers. Because, I don't know. Because the, the first movie but, had, remember, had like a magic pond. Apparently, this is the one place in the universe where magic happens. True. She's afraid of Tarek. Like, I feel like she's more powerful than Tarek if she puts her mind to it, but she's like afraid oh, of this guy. I don't understand why she is afraid. I mean, the extent of her power that we've seen is that she can turn into a crow. Certainly, mm-hmm. she's got more powers than just like, I, I can do one thing, go to a crow, and then I can go back to a human show. Two things. She has to have more than just that. Well, he That's, believes she does, too, because she's supposedly doing something to this energy. She, she does later. She can turn into a lady in a white dress and oh, make her right. horse turn yeah. white. There you go. Mm-hmm. Deception. Which, by the way, I thought was going to be a unicorn. 
I swear, I did like, too. it yeah, looked yeah. like it was like, this Perfect looks like up. a scene yeah. from, a, from a unicorn movie, yeah. and it's not. I know, I was about to freak out, like, are you kidding me? Is there a unicorn on Endor? Like, shut up, movie. <laughs> That's too many liberties you've taken. Well, it's a magic horse. She's magic. <laughs> magic horse. This is all logic there. <laughs> he shouts at her when she mentions something about Sindel's escape, gets all mad, but then we go back to the woods, and Noah comes back to the empty home looking for Wicket and Sindel. Teak tells him they left, but... He's like, oh, well, I got these beds, but he's like, I made them for you, Teak. I couldn't remember how tall you were. Yeah. Yeah. So was- and, and, and also, apparently Teak lives with Noah, right? That's what it seems like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, he's got a bed, man. Okay, so when Sindel and Wicket, they come in and just start making food, do you think <laughs> that Teak would be like, hey, hey, guys, calm down. This isn't your house. I know the guy. I live here. Well, he's mischievous, yeah. and I think he wants to bring friends in. Yeah. So I think he's the guy who's like, this guy needs more friends than just me. Can I also tell you how excited I am that Teak did not speak? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That would be very that good. Positive things in this positive movie. Thing. I, I, am I, I didn't mind Teak. I really no, didn't. he wasn't. Yeah, no, no. For, for that I, I plan on talking about Teak. Let's just do it now. It's fine. For the <laughs> annoying sidekick. He was mischievous and a little annoying, but in a fun, enjoyable way. Yeah. Like, no, it, I can I can accept what he was. Yeah, and what he yeah. Brought. Like it, he, he was when I when I saw this character. Like I you know I said I wrote down stupid thing runs on the screen. <laughs> I was all set like ah, I, I hate this thing. But it was you know after I looked back at the movie like he was fine. He had a useful ability. He used it well. Mm-hmm. He wasn't full of like stupid pointless humor. He didn't talk. Bonus. He was he was actually genuinely helpful through the whole movie, and he so was he the, had a cuteness without being overly cute. Yeah, to yeah, it. yeah. So the exact opposite of Jar Jar. Binks. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, he's a more useful character than Jar Jar Binks. Oh yeah, he doesn't like you know clumsily fall around and fuck everything up. Everything that Teak does benefits our main characters. Yes, I mean yeah. I mean he's not as good as like an R two D two or a no, no, no. Chewbacca no, 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 or anything no. like that, but he's but I I didn't fine. I know. He's like I, the I, shitty version of those. Like Yeah he is. He's he's is the T V movie version yeah, of those characters. Right. You can obviously tell it's a dude in a costume. Yeah. I mean yeah. Yeah. with those creepy hands. Yeah. Those yes. hands were creepy. That's something that they made like it's cute, right? Like, oh, no, it, it's really it's kinda gross actually. But yeah. but you know, whatever. He was fine. Teak's legacy didn't end here either. He went on. <laughs> yeah, he went on going, to. Be, well, it it had because he was on the Star Tours ride. The, the, there's the instructional video on like how to get into your seat and yeah. buck it in. Chewie comes on the ride and some st- stormtroopers and stuff. And there's a part where it's telling you how to buckle, and a person sits next to him and helps him buckle his seat. And he's like, "Oh yeah." And yeah, that, I think but, it's been two decades since I've seen that. I've been on that ride or thought about it. You can watch it. it on YouTube. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I looked it up and watched it. I was like, "Holy crap!" I remember. Yeah, when, I remember yeah, that when he, when he pointed that out. And I'm like, oh my god! I re- <laughs> it was like a recovered memory. Like I, I, I you knew uh, exactly where he was. I, I knew exactly where he was. You knew yeah, exactly where he was. and but now they're re- they've redone the ride, and that video is gone. Mm-hmm. Of course. When I looked it up, I think Star Tours. I think it uh, started in 1987. So this that was just two years after this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had completely no recollection Which, of Teak I mean, being in this thing. This was the most recent Star Wars live action thing that yeah. they had. I know. It's, and the, it's Ewoks, crazy to the think. Ewoks in the Star Tours ride are costumes from this movie, not Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. The Sindel and Wicket come back with flowers to make a pie. Noah, Noah. Look what we've been picking. We can make a pie. Ha. Well, don't make a mess. You hear me? Rota. Rota. And you eat. Yeah, <laughs> not just a pie, several pies. Yes. lots of pie. There was a lot of pies there. Get my diabetes. 
Yeah, like, are, this is are, are these flowers me. filled with jelly? Why are they making pies out of these things? That was so gross. I don't, like, how, yeah. I don't think you understand how indoor flowers work. I clearly don't. Well, first the horses eat them. Yes. So... <laughs> And those horses didn't build a castle. <laughs> so Noah, Noah leaves to go out again. Cinder wonder where it goes every day. And against Teak's wishes, they follow him. And they find there's a big star cruiser stuck in some trees. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's a bush, sir. It's, it's a bush? bush. Oh. Bush have window. Bush, bush have window. <laughs> yes. Yes. To quote Wicket. Push up window. Wicket gets trapped in some rope, which has Noah burnt. This is the first time Wicket gets trapped. Yeah. In a little yeah. one of those rope to foot yeah. traps. Which is ironic since he used the same thing to screw other characters over in another movie. Well, Which, is, hey. Well, this, this is, is where it or- originates, right? I don't, is this before or after? Is, is that, is that I, I read, before Jedi. I read that really? it's supposed to take place before Jedi. Yeah, these, both it, these but, movies are between. But if that, a new but hope if that were Jedi. to happen, then why doesn't Wicket speak English? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> can't he talk to people? He forgets. I guess. <laughs> or he's messing. He's playing the long con. Is that long what he is? Con. Long con, yeah. Noah comes out pissed off. Inside the ship, he tells them how he and his friends, when they were young, they crashed and haven't been able to get off. And a crystal's needed for power, which his friend Salik went, which I was like, Star Trek? But no, it's Savik. <laughs> uh, my, uh, my eyes also glazed over during this part. Like, I don't want exposition. So, no, I want it, something to happen. He went to, get, he went to get this and never returned. Immediately, you kind of think that he's Salik. You, you kind of think that... Maybe this Tarek Salek. Yeah. Maybe this is gonna somehow he. Yeah. Became. He stayed out in the sun too long they or start, something. They start Trek <laughs> Beyonded these characters. Magic. Something. Magic. <laughs> something like that. But uh, oh, you think it feels like that's where we're leading. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this is gonna be the big twist. But yeah. No. Nope. No. F it. <laughs> That should have been the name of the movie. Nope. Nope. F it. (laughs) They all they play play around at home for a bit, making dinners and such, while Sindel sits on Noah's lap. (laughs) Creepy. Um, And she shares her family's fate with Noah, and he says that they're not gone. They're right there in your heart. And Noah then has Sindel sing a song that her mother was teaching her, and it's bad. It's really bad. It's bad. It's my star keeps me company and leads me through the night. My star watches over me and fills my dreams with light. Some things change, but something shines forever as they are in the sky, shining high, my star. The next morning, uh, Cinderella wakes to her name being called outside. So she follows the voice thinking it's her mom. Wicket wakes up and notices she's nowhere to be found. And he tries to wake Noah, who doesn't want to have it. And then they hear the voice too and follow it. And then Cinderella comes upon a blonde woman in white with a white horse who says she's been waiting for her. And she then reveals herself to be Sheral. And the horse turns to black and takes her away. And Noah's too late to get there. He's like, come on, Cinderella. <laughs> How dumb are After you? After the last movie... <laughs> Yeah, get your act together, you dumbass. Is this what happened last movie? No, just the mystical things and not to trust stuff like that. Just come on. Yeah, when something's too good to be true. I I mean, I know she's a little girl, but still, she should have learned once bitten, twice shy. Yes. (laughs) 
Come on. So Noah, Noah goes back to his place and he gears up for rescue. Like he changes clothes. He's been wearing yeah. the same outfit for puts like three a, days. Puts on a long vest with some snaps. Right. <laughs> and he gets a, he has a blaster too. Yeah, he does. He's probably uh, got a bunch of burrs just, on his legs. I'm just saying like he lives on a planet with dragons and marauders and other scary creatures why is he not carrying that blaster yeah most of the time he's just walking around without like a like a stick like a a walking stick that's not enough dude it's a very very durable walking stick yeah find out later yeah Yeah. well the blaster it 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 probably has a a, there's gotta be a finite amount of ammunition you don't fight a dragon off with a stick Mm-hmm. You shoot it with a blaster or drop a rock on it. Gandalf might tell you otherwise. Yeah. Magic, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> he throws some porridge at it. To our listeners, I'm not making fun of diabetes. Wilfred Brimley was the <laughs> spokesperson and won a lifetime achievement for his work on for, diabetes. For so you whippersnappers keep, out there. We keep referencing For that. you bug munchers or whatever it was. Bug lovers. Bug lovers it's, out it's there. It's episode relevant. That should be You're not going to hear it next week. It should be the name of, of your uh, fans. Bug, bug lovers. lovers. Bug lovers. Oh, we can't all be Lyle's child, so... Cavalcades. That's just not, not Cavalcades. Not that's I thought, not I thought they were the calves. The calves. The calves. Cult- cult- the calves. <laughs> the calves. That's right. Uh, we'll win just as many championships. Gary, Jacob, tell us what you want to be called. There you go. Sheral <laughs> brings Sindel before Tarek, and he tells her the Ewoks are there and his and are his honored guests because he's to be believed, right? Oh, you know, you killed my family, but the Ewoks. Yeah. yeah, this guy sitting on a throne. I'm a reasonable oh, man. Meanwhile, all the other marauders are like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, like exactly. the, it's like the French guys in the Holy Grail, and they're like, <laughs> I told them we already got one. <laughs> it's, it's like Tarek is the worst. By the way, I yeah. can't, I couldn't understand a thing he was he saying. He sounds oh, yeah. like Jabba the Hutt, right? Yeah. Like yeah. someone doing a Jabba impression. Mm-hmm. Like the worst space works ever. This is the guy that's in charge? Like, how stupid are the rest of these guys if he's the one in charge? Did you watch the rest of the movie? <laughs> They're pretty dumb. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. They get beat up by Ewoks. Not even hey, Stormtroopers hey, got beat up by Ewoks. They took down the Empire. Okay? They help it with should the come help as no surprise that the Marauders with were the help chance. of a very big Ewok named Chewbacca. <laughs> when you have a mutant Ewok on your side, you can take down the Empire. <laughs> all right, all right. He says he won't hurt them if she can make the power work. I want to make the power work! <laughs> but she says she can't, but he gives her until dawn anyway. And, and also... <laughs> hey, what? child! Yeah. You know how to use yeah. technology, right? Make work! Th- these are how? characters that were on uh, a star cruiser starship yeah. or whatever. How do spacefaring creature- creatures not understand how power works? <laughs> and, and also, why would they think a child would? Why aren't they at their ship? Yeah, where the... Is the castle their ship? Ooh, what what the, the castle is their ship? That makes a little more sense. Oh, that could work. You know, one thing I'm wondering is... <laughs> all those castle-shaped ships? You know, we're, making, no we're making excuses that aren't present here, but what if, like, Sheral was, like, captured by these guys? That she made up this prophecy of the power to keep herself alive, thinking that she would be able to help him with Maybe. it. Like, you know, kind of like, you know, the origins of religion, where mm-hmm. we'd be big oaf barbarian people, like, raping and pillaging smaller people. And they're like, oh, no, 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 uh, there's a gam gam in the sky that'll give you all the candies if you don't hurt me. He's <laughs> like, oh, really? So something like that. To, yeah. You know. Well, actually, according to Wikipedia, which were words I never thought I'd get to say, they are actually a crashed group from another planet, so they have to know... 
that the right. power goes in the ship, and that's how it works. It, they have to. Yeah, maybe y- they just have. There's a language barrier here, and they don't understand. Don't power. Y- yelling in a canister will not make it activate. I'm sorry. So she also chanted over it. Oh, Sheral actually has to follow Sindel and will share her fate if Sindel's not able to do it. So two lives in the mix. And he takes her ring from her, which I'm guessing is the source of her power. I guess, yeah. Because that's a big deal. Yeah. Also, she must have crashed on the planet as well, right? Because she I don't, she can't be native to the planet she can't either. Be yeah, so that's another ship that crashed yeah. on this damn place. Just or they down. just left her there because she was lame and had the ability to turn into a bird. <laughs> well, in all honesty, if it's truly the forest moon, where it's all forest, and maybe we're just seeing these little desert patches, yeah. landing in a bunch of trees, that could, be, could cause a lot of crashes, right? If there's nowhere, no spots to land, and you just all... Except that giant desert and that giant plane. I'm saying, let's say those are spots that... Are With just, a castle. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Empire landed in the tree, trees without much of a problem. That's, That's true. true. They, That's true. They established a base. A yes. giant base. Yeah. yeah. They put a whole shield generator there. Why didn't the Empire find that castle and be like, we'll just set up here? <laughs> this is a lot easier. Well, there's more defense in the trees or something? I don't know. Well, in the trees, you've got the Ewoks, and you know they're not going to attack you. Yeah, so, Exactly. <laughs> Who knows what happens in the plains? Which the Ewok village, like that we see in Return of the Jedi, that's like downtown for Ewoks, right? Yeah. We we never we get a glimpse of it in the last one, yeah. which is you know reuse Return of yeah. the Jedi, and then we get this crappy little huts and stuff. Well, yeah, they live. Ewoks live in the trees, but in these movies, because they can't afford trees to live in, they're living on the ground. In these movies, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Noah, Wicket, and Teak. The newest of caravan power. of courage. The, the trio of power. The trio of power. Uh, they travel far and wide and come upon, come upon the castle. So they're there. There are two things. One, as he's following Wicket, mm-hmm. is like mumbling along because he's played by someone with, with some trouble walking. Wilford Brimley picks him up at one point and pulls him forward, puts him down, and then immediately covers the same amount of distance that he just helped <laughs> yes. Wicket catch up. <laughs> immediately. And I was just like, what? Wilford, what was the point? <laughs> like, why, why were you, is, are you just adding insult to injury? Like, here, let me help you get ca- caught up. Ha ha, see you later. Two, <laughs> I didn't realize that Ewoks have a huge sense of smell and can track with it. Oh. It's the second time in the movie yeah. that Wicket uses his smell to follow, to find something. Over, a, or, over an enormous uh, yeah. area. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's like, I smell danger. That was at the very beginning. And this time he's like, Sindel's that way. No, this doesn't, no, he, no. Smells, he smells danger and he smells Sindel. When they get in the house, he smells, sniffs around. Like, oh, yeah. what, at what time did did Wicket turn into like man's best friend? You know, I don't understand when he turned into a dog. I, I don't mind him having this super smell. It makes him more of a badass. I'm totally in favor of it. Uh, Wicket captured a princess, sir. He did. He's already badass enough without the super smell. <laughs> exactly. He's even better now. Sindel and Sheral, they sit in cells, and Sheral thinks Sindel's lying, but Sindel tells her, you know, you just plug it in. It's part of the Star Cruiser. Duh. And Sheral mentions Salak and that he was looking for the same thing, and then unveils his skeleton, saying that Tarek killed him for the power. Which we still... Do we yet know what he means by the power? No. What, what he what he what we think he means by the power? 
No. This suggests that the Marauders have been there for a very long time. Yes. Sure. A very, very long time. And that after the Marauders got there, that's when Wilford Brimley crashed. That, yeah. Like, yeah. There's a long enough for this person here. to be like, right, because How did they not run into each other? Because Wilford Brimley was a teenager or early 20s when, yeah. he, when he crashed. Yeah. And, and he's so like 85 in this. And the Marauders killed Salek <laughs> after a while of them trying to figure, fix yeah. the ship. Yeah. Wow. And that's Salek's face. It's just like, oh, that was Bones. That's him. Like, yeah. Oh, you figured like he was either going to be end up being Tarek or she was going to find him in a cell there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. He's no, dead already. He's dead. He's dead and bones, which that's a like it takes a while. Absolutely it does. Well, well unless I mean, they were eating him. Oh. And we don't know we don't know what the air is like on Endor. Maybe things decompose. It's a uh, forest like maybe there's lime in the air and it maybe makes they, things decompose. Maybe back. they fed it to the horses. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Man-eating horses. <laughs> horses. Well, during this, that would have been cool with big fangs on them. I'm like, okay, well, those are man-eating horses. That's cool, at least. Sindel slips up and tells Sherelle about the ship at this point that Salak was on, and back at Noah and and crew, they're stuck because there's a black moat full of eel things. For yeah. something. Was it? Did he say eel things? Well, no, or? but when you look down later, you can see eels. Okay. He uh, shows like a branch in there, and they yeah. heat it up. It's like, don't go in there. So they all have to climb the castle wall, and we get to watch it all step by step. <laughs> what is it with the eighties and the moats? I mean, Princess Bride Princess was full Bride. of moats. Oh, it was yeah. full of eels, yeah. wasn't it? That was the yeah. regular water, the ocean. Water oh, that's right, that's eels. right. And, and so, then so, 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 here's, yeah. here's the thing: there's not only a castle, but there's just, also a, a moat for this castle as well. Well, what the fuck happened on this planet? Hold on, you can't have a respectable castle without a moat. No, a castle has to have a moat. Yeah. That's <laughs> this is this is castle logic. And and also there there's stuff living in there to eat stuff. That means that the marauders are either feeding it or enough stuff goes into this uh, moat to sustain the life of these things. Yeah, that's what totally makes sense. <laughs> There's there's an ecology here. It's very complex. It's the forest slash plains moon of Endor <laughs> slash mountains uh, slash uh, desert. That, that mountain was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the mountain's garbage. Could they have used more matte paintings? I love matte paintings. They, though. <laughs> I, I do. I'm I like I like matte, matte paintings, but yeah. I like good matte paintings. <laughs> well, I, these were crap. Well, these are, this was the first use they were doing with a new technology for matte paintings. So oh, okay. this yeah. The first, this was the kind where they would. Film, they cover stuff when they were filming people and then like add it later. So it would be, they wouldn't have to overuse the film stock. It wouldn't be like a third generation or fourth generation by the time the final print came out. The final print was actually the, you know, so this was their first run. So colors don't match when people are in it and stuff. It was their first run with that. Yeah. Lucas. I mean, they weren't, they weren't as bad as, I don't know, Star Trek, the original series. Some of those were horrible. <laughs> oh, but yeah. They, they, there were some bad ones in this. Yeah, there's yeah, bad. I mean, very bad. There were good and bad ones in the last one. The last one had actually some really, really yeah, good mm, ones. Yeah, there were but, some really good ones in that one. But this one this one was a little rougher. They're all garbage. Okay, so the Marauders are eating, and the group like sneak past them. It's like this little hijinks. You've seen it in every movie. <laughs> and they go to the jail... And Teak sneaks in to steal the keys, to which Sindel stands up and yells, Teak! While the guard, like, shut the fuck up! Yeah, what is wrong with this girl? Like, she deserves to die. Yeah. Like, like what the Ewoks leave? Mace wouldn't have been that dumb. No. She, wait, well, she's more concerned about Teak than she was about the death of her family. Yeah. Yes, you're right. She expressed more emotion when she saw him 
than when she realized her whole family had died within minutes. So he <sighs> takes the keys and he also like slips a card in one of the guy's sleeves because they're playing cards up there. See, Teak's actually pretty clever. Yeah, pretty yeah. clever. And then they, they get in a fight about it and they blast one another. So, hey, they free everybody. And little furball helped out. When Sindel gets out of her cage, she shouts, Wicked! Noah! Shut the f- <laughs> oh, You're in a castle! Hey guys, we're going to go. Travels. We're going to go on a stealth mission. Don't let the girl scream. Like, like you just <laughs> knock her out. Like, that, why? What are we doing here? She does. She is smarter than we give her credit because one of them goes up to like let out Sheral and she takes the keys and tosses them. Like, no, she's she evil. Throws them in the sewer. She, like, yeah, tosses like, them no, down a grate. And like, like, holy crap! And all I could think was, oh man, what if like those were keys? Those were important keys. Like, those are the only set of keys. Yeah. And where do they go? Like that screws the whole castle. The castle's useless. But I now. thought, like, <laughs> I thought that it was a part. You know, like Sheral was going to be like this, like. Sindel was going to think she was sort of redeemed, and then she yeah. would turn on them later. And yeah. I thought that, and she was like, "No," or that she could see the good in people. Like, nope, nope, <laughs> she can. There was none. <laughs> yeah, the crowd runs into one of the marauders and they shoot him in the foot, <laughs> and he runs and sounds an alarm. And they have they have a hard time getting through this maze of a castle. So Noah just blows a hole in the wall, and then they <laughs> yeah, zip line. He, he just has. Out. This detonator is plugged on the wall. Yeah. Well, they zip line out, and I, the, when they put the first Ewok on there, like Noah pats him on the ass. Did you know? Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. And then I'll see you out there. Sindel <laughs> then goes and shows him the bones of his friend, and then the <laughs> the power thing, which he takes, and everyone gets out just in time. And Sherelle then tells Terika the other ship so she could be freed. Which, by the way, they had another ship if they hadn't tore it apart to get the power. Yeah, idiots. And Again, this most useless bad guys. Yeah. So Dumbasses. She turns into a crow, and then Tarek takes the ring, because apparently the ring was still on the crow when she turns in. Yeah. So yeah. I'm guessing it's so she can't turn back. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm guessing. So the marauders and Tarek, they gather and they march out following the crow, at the ship, Noah has the Ewoks await outside, like, hey, all you guys are fodder. Just get out of here, wait for the, the coming onslaught. He tries to use the power to start the cruiser, and then outside, battle ensues with the Ewoks and yeah. goons. And- yeah, the battle for Endor finally starts 15 minutes before the movie ends. Is it the battle for Endor or just the battle for the like ship to get off of Endor? Well... Like- yeah, because it's not like these guys are trying to enslave the Ewoks. They were, they, they were, were they though, weren't well, they, they though? They, like they, they captured all these Ewoks. Well, that's what I wondered. They never really established why they captured them. Yeah, well, that, they're marauders. Oh well, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. But like you know, like the scene where um, like they're uh, they're making food and like they're singing and dancing in uh, in Noah's uh, house. I thought. The Ewoks are captured. What the fuck are you doing? Get to work. Matt, we're going to live our life. We're good. We are good. <laughs> this is our house now. It sucks for them, but it's, you know, three well, against the world, four well, against the world. Well, I'm talking about, like, you know, after Sindel, like, she sings, and then they're back at Noah's house, and like, oh, look, we're having a great little party. This is the four of us. Like, fuckers, get to who knows yeah. what they're doing? Yeah. They could be being tortured or eaten. Instead, it's like, oh, look, I'm playing a little instrument. Fuck yeah. you! By the way, Ewoks really good at percussion. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure yeah. they are. Well, we got thick hands. Yeah. <laughs> they power up the ship that that allows some guns to go. Noah and two Ewoks and Sindel like they manage to fire these guns and take out some of the the marauders. These marauders are the worst. Do they actually ever call them marauders in the movie? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. You, we had to look this up. I wrote goons a lot. I wrote, That's what I wrote. I wrote dum-dums. Dum-dums. Space orcs. Space, Space orcs. So, so, so nothing no, complimentary. I, mean, I would like to go back to the marauders being the worst, because the, the Ewoks are at the top of the hill. They have a log, mm-hmm. and they're going clearly going to push it down the hill, the marauders. But as they push it, you realize the log has been cut into very, very precisely even mm-hmm. yes. sections. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the marauders, instead of sidestepping that... Run, <laughs> like, like or guys, hopping, or... guys, just kick it over. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's move to the a... side. You're not, you're not enclosed. You know, you're why... in the woods. There's all kinds of space. You know why rolling logs worked the first time? Because it was a giant machine. <laughs> right, it's right. It doesn't work this time. You've got options, <laughs> assholes. The Marauders are the worst. Well, the, the Marauders then they retreat, and then Wicked gets caught in another trap, and Sindel <laughs> comes to help him, and then Tarek shows up and demands they give up the power, and then Noah and Tarek meet to do an exchange. Noah says, you know, he'll fight Tarek for the power because Tarek gets Sindel, and he's like, let's make an exchange, and he lets Sindel loose. As Tarek goes to grab the power, Noah's like, no, and the battle we've won in this whole movie, right? Yeah. Noah versus Tarek, which if it was that solid guy, you mean, this is big. Yeah. Now it's like mm-hmm. old man versus like dumbass, dumbass, and staff versus gigantic sword. Well, that it was Radagast versus Tarek. There you go. Yeah. When you watch him run through the forest earlier, yes. he kind of looks like Radagast right. in the later in, in the <laughs> Hobbit movies, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, <laughs> this sword which cuts down trees. Because he misses a couple times and cleanly just hacks trees. But the staff can block it, apparently. It might be the bone of something. I don't know. But that seems like it'd probably be even more brittle than just like a stick. Bones are strong enough to make a a glider out of. Ewok glider. Well, we've already established they're dense. (laughs) (laughs) So then Teak assists a little bit, and then he's thrown across the woods, which we go, oh... Yeah. And he hurt his arm. He hurt his arm. I felt kind of bad for Teak. Yeah. yeah. Teak's the hero of this film. He hero. is, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to like him this much, but I do. Wicket then slings shot something at a diamond that I didn't know was on Tarek's chest. Well, yeah. It was the ring. It was the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was uh, Rita Repulsa's ring yes. that he hits. <laughs> and it, yes. it winds up doing some mystical shit that burns him to toast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the crow flies and nabs it from him to go off to... Fan fiction, I guess. <laughs> to the third movie. The third, third movie, movie that didn't happen, which they I think they wanted, but it didn't happen. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, uh, she, I'm sure she went back to the castle because where else would you go? Well, but the castle's useless. They don't have the keys anymore. She has magic. She doesn't need keys. That's true. Yeah. So then we get to the, the ship. It's ready to go. And Noah gives his goodbyes. And especially heartfelt one to Teak, which why didn't he take Teak with yeah, him? Yeah, why is Teak staying? Why isn't he Teak, the, Teak like, with him? Teak like, is the uh, the Chewbacca in this situation. Sure. And Han Solo doesn't leave Chewbacca behind. Well, I mean, they're behind. a geriatric Han Solo and Chewie <laughs> in this movie, right? Yeah, like, sure. That's what, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we have. Then Sindel gives a tearful goodbye to Wicket and promises to visit as soon as she can, which she promised him earlier in the movie when she was originally going to leave that she would visit. So she's all about the end, vacations at the Forest Moon of Endor. Why? Except in a couple of years, she might not. Yeah, <laughs> some stuff going on. More importantly, why, why in the Return of the Jedi is Wicket so suspicious of humans then? Because like every human he's met has been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Absolute. Yeah. Do you think one time when like Sindel came back, the the, the Death Star was there being built, and they're like, uh, "What's your what's trust. your what's your purpose?" Um, 
Sindel to visit Wicket on Forest Moon. <laughs> uh, What's your code? Uh, no. I have, I have the power. Or do you think the old code given was Sindel's code in Return of the Jedi? Oh, it's an no. old code, sir, but it clears. Gross. <laughs> the, the cruiser takes off as Wicket and Teak watch, and with a really poor like background projection and some of the worst yeah. background projection. And I'm like... Did, did you guys just decide late that you wanted that shot in the movie? Well, yeah. Like, this or, this whole movie takes place in a forest. Why why couldn't you just shoot Teak and Wicket in the forest? Yeah. It's clear that it's rear, but it looks like crap. It's over. That's, that's, yeah, then it's that's over. That's movie. I mean, that's the logical <laughs> conclusion we knew was going to happen. Like, I didn't realize with the sequel that the family was still on Endor from the last movie, which is funny, because I thought that, okay... That movie ended, and then they somehow managed. Yeah, they just, came back, yeah. but I was like, "Oh!" I was like, by surprise, I was like, "Oh, they were still here. They never left." They've been there for years, I guess, or something. And it they, had to be years because um, Mace looks significantly old. What suspense and purpose do we have in the last one if everyone got killed? Yeah, eventually, like, yeah. why didn't they just let that thing have their mother and father? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got a whole another week and a half with them. It was like, all for nothing. Yeah, I was yeah. like, the adventure before was, I mean. Yeah. All for not. And where are the uh, the Ewoks from uh, the previous movie? That where's the caravan? They had all these magical items. Dead? <laughs> I guess they're up in the trees. Is that? They <laughs> come out live on the ground. That's where all the stuff they can eat us live. That's We're going the, up to the trees. That's where the marauders are coming through. They're going to steal everybody. We'll put those upstairs. <laughs> I mean, as much as as much as we like to like. You know, one of us throw throw these by the wayside and forget about them. That the old, the previous Star Wars expanded universe like kept this in tune, and like Sindel showed up in a book as an adult. What? Yeah, yes, what? she was. She was a, a journalist on the New on, Republic. Yeah, what? Yeah, she was, was a journalist like, on Coruscant. Right? Coruscant, yeah. yeah. Yep. She what? went to Coruscant, became a journalist, and then yeah. she became a journalist because of the Battle of Endor. In Return of the Jedi, made her want to become like a journalist or something. Her like apparently she witnessed it. Oh yeah, she was visiting Teak. Visiting Teak. Yeah. Ah! Why didn't Teak help in the Battle of Endor? He would have been really helpful. Yeah, maybe he's maybe, been helpful hey, this whole movie. Maybe Teaks don't live that long. Maybe. He's oh dead. man! Wow, nice way to bring it down. Or <laughs> or when the when the when the Empire arrived, they landed on Teak. Oh oh oh. So. Maybe Darth Vader came down and they were having trouble getting jump starting the Death Star 2. He's like, Where is the power? <laughs> you, will, you will show me the power. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, here's the thing the head dummy, uh, Tarek. Tarek, thank you. He's dead. Fine. Great. Whatever. The rest of the Marauders are still on this planet. Yeah, they're, they're still mara- they're still Marauders, <laughs> and, and they have no way of getting off this planet. What the fuck happened with them? Maybe uh, they're just afraid of Ewoks now. They got they got they got their ass handed to yes. them. Well, so. the Empire enslaves them, and that's how they build everything. Oh, okay. oh. well, that's fine. It's I'm kind not of in, a sad ending for the Marauders. I'm not in favor of slavery, but I don't like these guys. <laughs> Does Empire have power? <laughs> they have the power. <laughs> You will go to the forest moon of Endor. You will you will pass by the cute fairy Ewoks and go straight to the Marauders. <laughs> they will build us. <laughs> the Ewoks are the most amazing warriors in the galaxy because they can make bow and arrows like within a minute. Because like, when the, before the Battle of Endor happens, they're there like, all right, I got a bow and an arrow. Like, the fu- where the fuck did you get that, man? You didn't have it with you. <laughs> don't don't question these oh, things. And, 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 where... There was a catapult. 
They didn't. They didn't build a catapult. This was like forged out of metal. Yeah. Where the hell was right. that catapult come no, from? No, no, no. That is explained, sir. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wilford Brimley says. By the way, I built a catapult. I guarantee you, those were almost the exact words. Are you? St- oh, I, I completely I missed, it. missed that. I By missed the it. way, I built a catapult. So, Sindel, you and a couple of your little friends there come with me, okay? Mm-hmm. And Wicket, yes. You're in charge of the others. I got a catapult in the trees. So now go to it. Hold them off. By the way, I missed it. I built a catapult and I put it next to my star cruiser. You guys stay out here. By the way, I built a catapult. catapult. I mean, he he does explain that he put in defenses. It was probably around a the pickup ship. shot too. Later on, we're yeah. like, you got to explain that catapult. And they just threw that line. <laughs> did Wilford like Brimley make the bows and arrows as well? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't look like it. Don't question that. Well, I think they did it, reshoots but, on this that were like almost as lengthy as shooting the film. Yeah. Too. So maybe that was. <laughs> well, how bad was it before? My well, they God. wanted to take it from a one-hour special to an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, George Lucas <laughs> this... was pretty involved. Like he was involved with like a lot of it was not so much story points. Like he put out the main story, but like it was like creature design and like effect shots and yeah. stuff like that. He, he is listed in. as one of the writers. Yeah, well, yeah. the story mm-hmm. by he he delivered Terrifying. the Heidi approach with everything. Yeah, the uh, the Wheat Brothers they worked with George Lucas over two days for this. I think it was like. Two four-hour sessions or something yeah, like that. Yeah, with the story. Yeah, so he wow. was he was involved absolutely. And then, but he was, was really involved in the producer and the like the effects and mm-hmm. costuming and character design and, and uh, merchandising. Merchandising. Yeah, exactly. That merch. Yeah, I can't believe that ILM did the special effects for this. Why not? Mm-hmm. Because they're not very good. Emmy award winning. Yeah. It was well, good for enough. For the time, for the time, on TV. You Those, this was Star Wars stuff yeah, on TV. Keep in mind Those, that this was also done by Sprocket Productions, which is also an, another part of Lucasfilms. Of course, Lucasfilms had their hand in every bit of this. How else is uh, Lucas going to make all of his money? <laughs> but it's just the giant lizard creatures that the Marauders ride on. They They're look, not that bad. No, they, for the time. Mm. That was the, that was the, this was the last time that that technique of stop motion was used by, exactly. by Lucasfilms. Well, no, they, moved, they moved to a more animatronic type thing. But, but, but the, that for the time, it's not that bad. On TV, you have to think on TV and for the time. So yeah. TV TV effects weren't like they were now. They weren't almost equal to movies yeah. now, but they were well, really... I understand that, but... I and even know. that, I mean, look look at this as... This is 85. In 87, we get a trash bag monster in Star Trek. A trash bag <laughs> monster. <laughs> I re- you really cannot argue with how good this, the stop motion was. It was a trash bag monster. <laughs> What's better than these things? They put him in a trash bag. <laughs> I, I cannot explain to you enough how I'm okay with the stop. I, I don't have a problem with stop motion at all. Well, no, I, 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 think, like I, mean, I don't have a problem with stop motion. I, I think it's just surprising that it's ILM, these these people that are that are innovators. Mm-hmm. That's what's surprising but to me. But it's ILM on a really smaller, but oh, yeah. smaller well, budget. But he, these the, are like the, the ILM interns making the special well, but effects. Go, go back and look at the Tauntauns. They do the same thing. Yeah, they're, they're just they're, they're they just a have little better bit backgrounds, smoother. better filmmaking. Well, I think it, it, part of the reason that that's better is they're not made of like like Gumby clay. You know that that was a big part of it. If these, if these were like hairy, silly things, I, I probably could have looked past that. Yeah, but but the, like it look, you could almost like see like the fingerprints like in the clay on these things. Right. They're not very good. Uh, I, I think they were they were always shot from a distance too. So I, yeah, they had to fine. be. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that time that they were fighting the dragon and the giant foot came down, yes. that was way out of proportion to yeah. the dragon they're fighting. Very that true. was the best. Yes. 
I'm going to stab you with my spear. Oh, I barely lift it, and I'm almost hitting your face. Why is that foot six times my size? <laughs> By the way, I don't know whether you... Uh, when I watch the movies, I go through the credits just to see if anything sparks my interest. Uh, during the credits, Raven provided by The Lion. <laughs> that's what? a credit. Raven provided by The Lion. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's how I knew Spock. Cap- capital D, capital L, The Lion. What the hell is going on? The Lion. We, we don't question The Lion. Like that, That's just got to be a, like an animal handler guy. Like, oh, they call me The Lion. And any kind of deadly creature you need to come to see me. He's like, well, we need Especially a per- ravens. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what, what do you got? I got ravens. We got any, uh, just ravens, the deadliest bird of them all. Some other things that kept things from the Ewok movies and expanded universe, they actually, they retroactively took Sheral and made her a member of a group called the Night Sisters. Yeah, the Night Sisters of mm-hmm. Dathomir. Yeah, and it was like a dark force using, so her powers were... Yeah. Dark side of the force. Well, it was not, well, well more not, importantly, to tie this in, so that you better understand and appreciate what this is. The Night Sisters of Dathomir le- lived on one side of the planet of Dathomir, where the males who had these this strange ring, almost a crown of horns, mm-hmm. lived on the other side, which you'll notice sounds very much like Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> they rode rancors. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the Marauders were used in like role playing Star Wars role playing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in that, so. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. West End Games made some good, good, not really good stories. <laughs> it was really chunky, clunky system, but yeah, it was it was fun. I get to play an Ewok, Dwarf Caesar. Why not? <laughs> like I asked last time, would you have a problem with this still being canon? Because I don't think it defies anything that would go against the movies at this point, aside from Wicket talking and then yeah i guess that would be that would be the biggest issue i would have with it i guess i wouldn't be upset if it was canon but i'm glad it's not what do you what do you think matt there are a lot of problems here it's inconsistency and for all of the things you could say about george lucas he's pretty consistent with what he does yeah Um, yes and there's a lot of inconsistency because this is made after Jedi mm-hmm. that doesn't match up with what Jedi is. Right. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. I think that really bothers me. You can't call it the forest moon of Endar and put a, a, a desert and a plane. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, it, it doesn't work that way. Star it's Wars. It's like it's a small pocket because it, it's well, a very yeah. big area of planes well, and, and deserts. Well, it's Wars, a moon too, so it can be just this small thing of trees. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and Star Wars is very consistent that their planets are a thing. One thing and that is only that one thing, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. It doesn't work that way. Right. But, Tatooine is a freaking desert. That's all it is. Sand, mm-hmm. also more sand, some rocks and some sand. Right. That's it. Dagobah, nothing but um, jungle. The forest moon of Endor suddenly also has a plains. And, and, and but did I tell you about the desert? Yeah. 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 I'm okay with the mountains as long as they're wooded. Yeah. I mean... I, that, that that was the least... Least wood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but like... It, there's inconsistencies here, and when you look at Star Wars, consistency is the key. That's which is why I think they threw a lot of the expanded universe out, is because it became inconsistent. Well, yeah. and, and no filmmaker wants to come in and make a movie and have to read hundreds of books. Like, I, I don't. All the expanded universe people that are mad it got wiped just don't understand. Like you obviously don't know what it's like to make a film. Yeah, well, yeah. And, you know, I mean, and and don't get me wrong, I want to see certain parts of 
the expanded universe, and I wish they yeah. hadn't gotten rid of them. Like the Timothy Zahn trilogy is well, phenomenal. They brought yeah. Admiral Thrawn into Star Wars right. Rebels, but yeah. can you imagine trying to make that as a movie? Because it's it's impossible. It's, it's impossible. Well, I've said I, way I would, too much. I'd love stuff. to still. They could still make animated movies off some of their bigger storylines. Like, yeah, I, I would. Yeah. I would yeah, take yeah. the Timothy Zahn trilogy as like yeah. three animated films straight to video. That'd be that'd be cool to see. Well, and and then the problem with that is that uh, some of that story plays off a previous story, right? Well, in no, a comic no, the, book. That is very yeah. complicated and convoluted because that's the, what they did at the time. So, yeah. and, and I don't and know. it's also interconnected and everything, yeah. and it's just it's a mess. And a lot of the stuff's not good. There's there's okay. good stuff. There's, there's, there's a lot of good stuff. stuff but some but of it's a lot just of mediocre. Stuff. And some of it's really really bad. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And, and to start fresh, I mean, that's yes, you do, dedicate your a lot of time to all that, but you're getting new movies, which is where you started in the yeah. first place, and, 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 and you also, always wanted. And also, yeah. Chewie's alive again. Worth yeah. it, yeah. absolutely worth yeah, it. I'm okay with Chewie dying. I'm, I monster. A character needs an arc, and Chewie was always a support character. Was never given a starring role, and was never going to step up into that. Kill him. Get yeah. rid of him. I mean, it, because it gives it then takes our our starring character Han Solo and gives him one more thing. It makes sense to me. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but. Narratively, I'm, I have. Plus, they dropped a moon on him. They're like, did yeah, he get that, shot? No, they we dropped a freaking moon on him. <laughs> it, it took a moon okay. to kill him. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know that's fine, but still, we got Chewie back. It's worth it. Yeah. We got an actual live action movie with the original cast. Like that's yeah, yeah. That's what mm-hmm. we always wanted. Yeah. And then you know, people, and, and also how how big of a bummer would it have been to be in the Force Awakens where Han Solo was just by himself because Chewie's dead? That would be a big. Ugh, I don't. Or where do they pick up on? What do they yeah. follow? Like, who wants to go? Like, yeah. to me, Star Wars is part of like a surprise. Like, I want to know. Like, who yeah. wants to go knowing the whole trilogy? Yeah. Like, right off the bat, yeah. and that's, that's kind of kind of what sours a bit on the prequel trilogy. Is like, I know you're getting to this. Like, yeah, yeah. That's why prequels to me is like some of it's interesting to see where we got to, but ultimately, I just want to be well, in the dark. And and to two things. First, let yeah, let's we wouldn't want Chewie to be dead. That'd be a big big giant bummer like Han Solo having an estranged wife and a murderous son. That's not a bummer. But killing but, off Chewie before the movie. But that no. is part but that's <laughs> that's a big part of the story though. They're separated. But Colin's argument was we wouldn't want Han Solo to be sad. But he is sad. He's got like, Chewie. Yeah, but at least he has Chewie. Yeah, it brings him up. If he didn't have, he, that's a, yeah, he, he's a, has an estranged wife, a, a murderous son, and then he doesn't have Chewie, throw him a bone. A strange yeah. wife, murderous son, and has lost his baby, his ship. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Good lord. Man, Tom Solo is not doing well. <laughs> so, well so at and, least he has his best and, friend and with you're him. right, like, prequels, like, looking at stuff. Well, even like um, the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and now Rebels. Mm-hmm. Like, what's what's our buy-in there? Other than but they're, with Rebels, they're good... we don't know these people. We know where yeah. the, the arc goes, but with these certain characters, all of them could be dead could at be the dead, end of the series. They could filter in other places. We don't we don't know yeah. the end game. We know the end game of the Rebellion, the Empire, things like yeah. that. But but I mean, when when you're looking, I guess more more importantly, at Clone Wars then. Like these characters, we know what's going to happen. The third movie for that trilogy already came out, and now we have a cartoon. Like, why do we? Why are we introducing yeah. all of these things yeah. that we're? It's a step back. We retroactively now have to care about these characters that we get to see shot to death in one half right. of a scene in Revenge of the Sith. Right. Like, well, they, I mean, we I never care? saw the clone. We saw the Clone Wars start, and we yeah. saw them in. So now yeah. here's here's the details, and and they, they they're not bad. They're no, really they're not, not bad. It's actually a pretty damn good show, and yeah. they figure. I mean, they start to figure it out, and. Yeah, that that's a good point, but I think there's some interesting stuff because they do add characters that we don't know yeah. their fates. Like Rogue One, we know 
what ultimately happens, but these people we're going with yeah. are unfamiliar. Yeah. yeah. And, and the characters that they put in that are, are familiar, like Mon Mothma, mm-hmm. are we're still seeing a unique look at those that yeah. for someone that was on the screen for 10 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Right. We've seen so little of we them. It's okay. We get more Bail Organa, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. And I, like, cause like the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, we is started Jimmy out Smith's with, playing? Yeah. He is. <gasps> yeah, he's back. Yes. You know, and he's the, not in it very much, and but the he's woman there. who plays care. Mon Mothma yeah. played her in Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're keeping, they're keeping the people around. But like, when we start with the prequels, Star Wars, we had Anakin, Obi-Wan, Palpatine, Yoda. We all know yeah. where yeah. those people go. So it's just like, yeah, I, I, yeah. That's Even with fair. Padme, you're like Padme's she's gonna like, die, right? I mean, you know. Yeah, there's she's gonna die or something. You know, you, you don't know. But. I mean, like even the Jedi's, we know that they all die. <laughs> yeah. I think he understands. Now comes the point in the episode where we rate the film we just talked about. As we are cult cinema cavalcade, we like to keep things nice and culty. As always, our options are stay with your family, which means yes, you stayed at Noah's hut. You didn't want to go fight the battle. You're good. Converted. Which means you think, you know, Sindel, your life's worth, you know, saving, getting off the planet. Or drinking the Kool-Aid, which means you want the power. So, Matt Quiet, how do you rate Ewoks, The Battle for Endor? This movie was way better than I expected. Um, Other than the Ewoks sounding like minions and the (laughs) Marauders sounding like orcs, like literally there's some minion fully work in this, no joke. (laughs) <laughs> Go back and watch it again. No, I'm kidding. That's terrible. <laughs> Other than that, and, and, and some kind of crappy acting from the kid, which, whatever. It was enjoyable, and I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid on this. Oh, wow. Okay. Was she better in this one than the last one? I don't know. Her family died. Did she cry? No. She's then just, probably okay. not. <laughs> she was annoying in the last one. This one, she's just flat. So that's better. Yeah. Maybe. I w- it's I, still I, not good. I was not okay. annoyed by her. That is the highest compliment I can pay to her. But, All right. but Teak, you put in Teak, you get a decent act out of Wicket. I know you're so you would watch this you. again. Uh, yeah, yeah, and like make an annual thing of it. Like I'll put the original trilogy aside. We're we're doing this one now. Yeah, why not? Okay, it's only an hour and thirty six minutes. As long as I don't have to watch YouTube commercials, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Cullen, well, this movie. Definitely drags. It doesn't drag as much as the other Ewok movie. That was a uh, a huge downer for me as far as rating. Man, I was checking like how much time I had left in this thing. Like like every like ten minutes, it's like how much time has passed. Like ten minutes. That's it. When they oh escape the castle, when they escape the castle, there's still like a half hour left. Yeah, I know. I know. I was I, like, oh my. And just all that crap with uh, it just bothers me that like the magic that happens in this movie the it, I think it was more bothersome in the other one, and this is definitely better than caravan of courage because mace isn't in it, and that's a huge benefit and you got Wilford Brimley, and that's always better get Wilford Brimley making soup and porridge, and boy, howdy, do you see every minute of him making that food? Because the movie has pacing issues. I will say, I stay with my family on this. Ouch. There's, there's no need to see this movie. It's not good. It's not entertaining. Teak. Yeah, Teak is one of the best things about it. Which is a reason to see the movie. <laughs> no. It's a reason to not stop the movie. <laughs> that is what I will say. That's fair. About the battle for Endor. Brandon, how do you rate Ewoks, the battle for Endor? You say the movie drag, but I think it opens. I don't think the opening drags. Like you're watching. I mean, it's 
I don't think for, for like kids and stuff. Well, I, don't I don't think, think this is very. You just watched Caravan of Courage the previous year. Let's get the family back together and watch. Oh my God, they're getting slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> like until Teak comes, it's not like the last movie at all. Mm. Like the opening is just like, oh my God, what am I? This is dark. This is. This is crazy. There's blasters. There's a battle. This is like, okay, stuff's happening right now. I, I don't know if I can follow it well or something, but stuff is going on. And then when Wilford Brimley gets here, then I'll agree, this starts dragging. Yeah. It's like, oh my, okay. It's very much like Caravan of Courage. But then the end picks it up and there's more battling and, and stuff I'll take. Yeah, overall, it's just, ugh, there's, unlike the last one, there's stuff I can like about this one. <laughs> Like, I like Teak, and, and there's, like, you know, blasters, there's some cool design work and stuff. Ultimately, this is better than last time, big time. Like, this is, a, I, if I got caught watching this one again, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But I, I'm going to have to lightly stay with my family. I, there's, it could get to a point where I could be converted, but I, I ultimately, my converted, if I were to write it converted now, it's because I liked it better than last year's. But ultimately, I Either of these, they're, this one was what I wanted last time to be like, oh, I went back and watched the Ewok movie, it wasn't very good, but oh wow. The last one was really bad, but this one was, this is that kind of nostalgic, I, I went back and watched it and checked it out. But ultimately, I, I, my ultimate thing is going to have to be stay with my family, though I, I'm tempted to hit converted, but I'm not going to go there. See, when the Battle of Endor actually starts, by that time, I just didn't even care like, like I was just happy the battle was happening. Like, oh god, we're almost done with it. Thank God. Like, it was it was a relief. It wasn't even like I gave a crap when it was happening. Like the stakes, they they should be higher. You live a very sad life. I'm fine. <laughs> I just I just did not give a crap. And in all fairness, I this this is something that I enjoyed in my childhood, and it, nothing about it turned me off. And that's really yeah. what it was key to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. for me drinking that Kool Aid because I. Like Howard the Duck is a horrible movie, but I will go and watch that anytime. I would, yeah. I would much rather watch Howard the Duck over yeah. there. Yeah, because, I would take Howard because, the Duck over yeah, there easily. The, the, it's Leah a, Thompson, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, that helps. That. But it's it's a better it's a better story. Stuff makes more sense in it. Well, does it? Does yes, it really? It, it makes Howard more the sense. Duck, Howard the Duck is trash. There's duck tits. It's trashily entertaining. It's got this, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just like grime over Howard the Duck that I'm just like attracted to for yeah. some reason. Yeah, I mean, there's I dumb just, stuff in it, like Tim Robbins' characters appearing. Ass. But you know, whatever. The villain of the movie is actually kind of creepy, you know, and not yes, just because he he's a, is. not just because he's a, you know has child pornography, uh, but he's a genuinely. We didn't know that then. We didn't know that. We didn't know that then. Yeah, before he turns into the full. I remember the camera. The main characters or the main bad guy's name was before he turns into the full blown bad guy. Yeah, b- back when he's still part human, star he's re- demon or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. Um, he's still like creepy like his sunken eyes and his teeth and he's still and then creepy. he just groans at people like yeah okay yeah you're right he it is a much better villain mm-hmm. even the, the stop motion in that is pretty terrible mm-hmm. but but you know what i would watch this movie before i would watch phantom menace again no i would watch no phantom i watch phantom menace <laughs> i do i jar jar is the whole like like yeah. i can watch the last fight in phantom menace and be fine but anything prior to that and i'm just like why mm. am i the, the, Why am I, I, I have this? not. I, I bought the Blu-ray set, you know, when it came out originally. Yeah. I still have not watched the Phantom Menace in that set. I would still watch that before I'd watch this. Again. Really, yeah. Phantom that lightsaber battle is worth it when you get to well, the end. Yeah, but if like, you, and I'm not. Else? I'm not bored. I'm not entertained to where I want to be, but I'm not Man. bored. Yeah. Man, 
I don't know. I I I don't know. I like this movie. I I kind of terrified about Caravan of Courage, but I'm, I might go back and watch that. It's worse. If if my it gets Apple, so much worse. Well, my Apple TV. Every time there was a commercial, it would stop the commercial. I told you about that, and then every other time there was a commercial, it kicked me out of it and put mm-hmm. it back on my phone and take it off the TV. So I had to restart it. It was so irritating. Like we mentioned last time, if you want them on DVD, currently I checked today, $129.99. Bonanza actually has them for $29.99. Oh, wow. Pick that up duo. and sell it. For the duo. That's probably just someone that burned a copy of it, though. Right. You, could, you know you... what? It's still only $29.99. <laughs> it's still less. Yeah. You can get that on uh, Bonanza, not a uh, sponsor of Colson McCavigate, for $29.99. You get both of them. That's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely, that's definitely. You can also yeah. buy the Lego Star Wars: ba- The Battle of Endor for eight ninety nine ninety nine at Walmart. See, this this right. movie was in like four dollar bins. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why they, they, I, these were in four dollar bins, and now people are making tons off of them. That, that's where I picked up my my duo that I had for a while and got rid of. But yeah, that I can't imagine paying one hundred and twenty dollars oh, for. God, no, it's crazy. I can't imagine paying twenty dollars for this movie. I'll just be honest. I liked it, but I don't like it that much. <laughs> yeah. Th- I would, I would probably, for collector's purpose, if if I saw it for like eight ninety nine, yeah, I'd buy I, I, anything up to ten dollars. I would probably, if I didn't value my money, I would get it. <laughs> I'd never watch it. Like that's eh, another one I got. So like most of your movies. On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we're bearding up for Christmas with the. National treasured chin hair of Chuck Norris in Invasion USA, which, like today's movies, also from 1985. It's Chuck Norris saving Christmas, but if you stick around when Rogue One opens, we have a little extra Star Wars. Something yeah. not movie related yeah. that we decided to do, but there's a, a little crazy book from 1978 that we're going to be talking about called Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Nice. So. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in uh, when Rogue One comes out to uh, listen to us talk about that book because it's just, it's it never counted right when Empire Strikes Back came out. So it was immediately lost yeah. from continuity. It was the first expanded universe that got the, booted. I think the Legends, like the original expanded universe, would later on maybe try to get it back in, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Sort of, kind of, but it was, a, sort, it was like a sloppy, really hard try. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it. It, it, it's just strange. That's why we want to cover it. We're very, yeah. you know, Colson McEvacade do a little extra for Star Wars since we're both huge Star Wars fans and check that out. But yeah, uh, the next movie will be Invasion USA where Chuck Norris saves Christmas. Nice. This episode has come to an end. Thank you for listening and thank you to Matt Quiet for having us over to guest on our show. Do you want to tell everybody where you can find uh, Absolutely. Nerds Domain stuff uh, again? If you guys want to go to nerdsdom.com, that's N-E-R-D-S-D-O-M.com slash nerdcasts. That's going to have all of our links for all of our shows. There's four or five up there. I don't remember. But all the links are there to iTunes, to to our RSS. If you just want to download it through some weird podcatcher, you can find us there. And on Twitter at Nerds Domain. And Facebook is Nerds Domain. And uh, Patreon is Nerds Domain. Works out very well. I know. We <laughs> tried to keep it pretty pretty even. Yeah. Excellent. We're all over the place. We don't care. <laughs> Well, we're not on Tumblr, because fuck that, right? (laughs) We look forward to next time. But first, stay tuned for the trailer for Invasion USA, the trailer that actually trails.
time for dinner. No one thought it could ever happen here. They are an army of international terrorists. America has not been invaded by a foreign enemy in nearly 200 years. Their target, America. Their objective, control. 18 hours from now, America will be a different place. Now, only one thing stands in their way. It's time to die. Didn't work, huh? Now it will. They wanted a war. See you in hell. He gave them one. Send me a postcard. Chuck Norris. Invasion USA. to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. You can find more of Cullen's work on the Creative Zombie Studios Network and on Twitter at MyNameIsCullen. You can find more of Brandon's work at WhySoBlue.com and on Twitter at BTPeters. Podcast produced by Brad Shoemaker. Edited by Brandon. Narration by Becky. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf found on the freemusicarchive.org network. The movie in today's discussion is property of its respective studio and no infringement is intended. Please remember to leave us an iTunes rating and review. Join us again in two weeks for the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. Hi, I'm Wilford Brimley, and I have diabetes. It hurts me to pee, and it causes me to be short with my family. I can't sleep at night. The other day, I stubbed my toe and took it out on the dog. And two weeks ago, I ran out of vanilla ice cream and struck my wife. And then I find out my wife's been dead for six years. Who the hell did I hit? This message brought to you by the National Diabetes Association.